This episode is part two of a three-part podcast. So, um, and, and they had to eat, and that was their choice. They, they strictly were vegetarians. They ate off of the land. So uh, we're going to cover some scriptures that came out of the gospel of the Nazarene. Okay. Yes. And it really breaks it down really, really good and helps us to get clear on our misconceptions and our man's teachings and doctrines. Absolutely. And also keep in mind, he was a Nazarite, which means he could not take alcohol. So he did not drink wine, even though he may have turned water into wine. I don't know if it was an alcoholic wine. It could have been just a good wine, a, a, you know, fruit of the vine. But the scriptures, uh, when especially like when they were having that last supper uh, event thing, it said he uh, it was fruit of the vine. You know, it was it was bread and fruit of the vine. It was not uh, wine. So Jesus was not an alcoholic. He did not ever once taint his body uh, with alcohol. That's in this book as well, because he was when when the angel had appeared to to, to his parents, and we're going to get into that. That's going to blow your mind. Uh, they told him that he would be a Nazarite. In other words, his life would be devoted to service to God and God only, or his walk, his spiritual walk. Okay, he would be a Nazarite. Okay, rules. He cannot cut his hair. Okay, so regardless of whatever p- pictures you've ever seen, Jesus never cut his hair. He couldn't because he was a Nazarite. Okay. Um, number two, you cannot drink wine. All right. Number three, you cannot eat flesh. You can't eat anything, any animal or anything like that. So keep in mind, he was a Nazarite and understand he was a vegetarian. When you put this picture in your mind and understand who he is, uh, that'll give you a better idea when we start sharing these scriptures with you. So let me jump in the first scripture here from the Gospel of the Nazarenes, referring to eating no flesh. And like I said, there's tons and tons. We're only going to share a few with you because of time. Yeah, and, and literally when I read through this book, the book has several pages at the back of it that are blank, and I'm so glad it did because I have all of our scriptures. Yeah, I have written, I have eat no flesh uh, heading. I have kingdom God within. I mean, and on the eat no flesh, there is literally half a page of scripture just writing the uh, ver- uh, chapter one verse five. You know, not writing out what it said, but literally a half a page of scriptures in this book alone that says not to eat flesh. Yeah, probably fifty easy. You know, there, there's a ton of them. There's oh yeah, a of them. There, get there's the book. a lot Just of them. Get the book, and you can see it yourself, and you'll understand when it all fits together for you guys. So let me share a couple with you. These are the words of, of Jesus, Yeshua. He said, "For of the fruits of the trees and the seeds of the herbs alone do I partake." And these are changed by the Spirit into my flesh and my blood. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Of these alone, and there like shall you eat who believe in me and are my disciples. For of these in the Spirit comes life and health and healing unto all men. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, gospel, the, the gospel of peace also, uh, Jesus talks about, how when you eat an all-fruit lifestyle, uh, you will cure any cancer. You won't get cancer. You won't get any kind of disease um, that, you know, your body will. Because life brings can, life. Yeah, life brings life. You're not eating dead animals. You're not eating dead stuff. You're not eating cook. You know, he says not to even cook your food because you're killing it. Okay, you have to eat stuff live. Okay, so the next one um, is, is a really good one, too. It says, why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement. And he said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives, 
even as you think he permitted you to eat flesh for many causes, but from the beginning it was not so. Yes, and he says that so much throughout the book. Yes. From the beginning it was not so. You weren't you weren't created or coming to this earth to, to slaughter your fellow brothers and sisters and Which eat is them. a soul itself. They are our fellow souls, you know, and that's and, and Jesus says this all throughout the book. All throughout the book. All throughout the book. You know, do not eat your brothers and sisters. Do not eat this. You were created to eat fruits and berries and nuts and you know, things vegetables and things, you know, that Mother Earth feeds us, you know. So here's another one. Uh, he says, Truly I say unto you, for this end have I come into the world, that I may put away all blood offerings and the eating of the flesh of beasts and the birds that are slain by men. In the beginning, God gave to all the fruits of the trees and the seeds and the herbs for food. But those who love themselves more than God or their fellows, fellow man, corrupted their ways and brought diseases into their bodies and filled the earth with lust and violence. So when man had switched over to carnivore, that's when violence had begun in the earth. Okay, that's when the lusts and things like that that you can't control and just you're out of control the 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 monster that's inside of you. You just you're, you're feeding that. So Right. He said you have to eat off of Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Feed off of her breast is the expression that he used. Right. Another good one here, too, is it says, For they, making a deity of their belly, sacrificed to their Lord the innocent creatures of the earth in the place of the carnal nature within themselves, and eating of their flesh and drinking of their blood to their own destruction. They corrupted their bodies and shortened their days. And even as the Gentiles who knew not the truth or who knowing it have changed it into a lie. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Exactly. Hmm. Well, here's a beautiful example. Okay. I know everybody's familiar with the the accounts where Jesus fed you know, yes. thousands. With, it was supposed to be like with a, you know, like a couple of pieces of bread and a few fish or something like that. Yes, that's. Um, I think it was supposed to be with a couple of. Uh, it seemed like a couple of a couple of pieces of bread, or loaves of bread, and some few fish or something like that. Like five fish or so. Yeah, you re- you remember that account in the Bible? Oh God, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm seeing several accounts pop in my mind. I got a surprise for you. Guess what? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I know you already know this, but we're gonna surprise the audience here. Surprise them. Uh, Jesus, uh, someone here says, his disciples brought him two small baskets with bread and fruit. Let me repeat that. The disciples brought him two small baskets with bread and fruit. Because remember, he was a vegetarian. He was a Nazarite. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was also referred to as a Nazarene, which is a Nazarite and an Essene, which we'll, we'll get into later when we start breaking things down. So keep that in mind. He had two two baskets of bread and fruit, not fish. The Bible says fish, but, you know, the Catholic Church, when you look at its fruits, it is a Dagon cult. In other words, they, they worship Dagon, the fish god. So they started incorporating, they even linked it with Jesus himself as the fish, the fish symbol. If you look at the fish symbol that you see on the back of cars and <laughs> things like that, or no, breast cancer Dagon. awareness, that fish symbol is Dagon, D-A-G-O-N. Go look it up, Dagon, fish symbol. That is not Christ. That is not Jesus' fish symbol. The Catholic Church, that's part of their original Dagon. It's, that's a, um, 
uh, a Philistine god that they worshipped way back. Okay, so that's that's a whole different subject. Okay, so oh yeah, Jesus didn't have fish because he didn't eat fish. Okay, and he didn't feed thousands of fish to other people, but he did have uh, bread and fruit. Yeah, and that scripture goes on to say, uh, and Jesus set the bread and the fruit before them and also the water, and they did eat and drink and were all filled. And they marveled, for each had enough to spare, and there were 4,000, and they departed, blessing God for what they had seen and heard. Okay, here's another one. And when he had taken six loaves and seven clusters of grapes, he took up to the heavens and blessed and broke the loaves and the grapes and also gave them to his disciples to set before them. And they divided the food among themselves and they all ate and were filled. And they took up 12 baskets of the full of 12 and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that were left. And they that ate were of the loaves were of the fruit were about 5,000 men women and children and they taught and he taught them many things these accounts have been changed to push eating meat exactly because meat destroys you i mean he said himself it's just so hard to get this stuff through so many people not everybody's gonna get it i was there where you guys are and, and and this is a lot to take in i know it is bear with us okay just bear with us now another a good example a lot of people are familiar with the story of the prodigal son, Ooh, where, the, yeah. where the, the oldest son goes off and squanders his, uh, you know, his father's uh, money and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you want to read that from Luke 15, Living and sleeping with the, the pigs and stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to read just the, the main part that you know we need to keep in mind when it's referring right, these to that the have been tampered eat with no and flesh. changed. Yeah. yeah, and we're still in the eat no flesh topic here. So yeah, uh, Luke 15:22. Uh, but the father says to his servants, "Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him." Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Here's the kicker. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. From the Nazarenes, it says, But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put on him, and put on a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring the best ripe fruits, and the bread, and the oil, and the wine, and let us eat and be merry. For my son was asleep and is awake again. He was lost, and now he is found. And they began to be merry. Yeah. So, and Mary would be happy. So happy, happy, think happy. Of the difference right there. So, so he said, you know, go get the best ripe fruits and things like that. You know, get the best stuff. He didn't say go kill a cow, slaughter it. Let's eat it and party. You know, there's, he said because this one says let's have a feast and celebrate. You know, let's kill a calf. Okay, we're gonna kill it and we're gonna have a feast and we're gonna celebrate. It's gonna be a party. That's what that sounds like when I read that. However, the other one. From the Nazarene says, bring the best ripe fruits and the bread and the oil and the wine. Let us eat and be happy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let us be grateful. It's not, you know. So anyway. I, I, yeah. I'm really and then good. there is one last one to cover this topic and drive the nail in the coffin here <laughs> for, for this topic here. Okay. So this one, um, it it covers many verses in here so i'm going to kind of touch over these the high points on this for you okay 
and certain of the elders and scribes from the temple came to him, saying, Why do your disciples teach men that it is unlawful to eat the flesh of the beast, though they be offered in sacrifice as Moses ordained? For it is written, The Lord said to Noah, The fear and dread of you shall be upon every beast of the field, and every bird of the air, and every fish of the sea, and unto your hand they be delivered. And Yeshua said to them, You hypocrites, well did Isaiah speak to you of, and your forefathers, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouths, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. For in vain do they worship me, believing and teaching for divine doctrines the commandments of men in my name, but to satisfy their own lust. And also Jeremiah bore witness when he said concerning blood offerings and sacrifices, I, the Lord, commanded none of these things in the day that you came out of Egypt, but only this I commanded you to do righteousness, walk in the ancient paths, be just, love, have mercy, and walk humbly with your Creator. But you did not listen to me, who in the beginning gave you all manner of seed and fruit of the trees, having been for the food and healing of man and beast. And they said, You speak against the law. And he said, Concerning Moses, indeed, I do not speak against the law, but against them who corrupted the law which was tolerated because of the hardness of their hearts. Yes, absolutely. So um, a couple of things in there just to kind of touch base on. I noticed it kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, he says that you guys, you, you should walk a certain way. And however, these other people, you know, they, they're they putting on the show. And we see that a lot today with religions as well. You know, they, they honor me with their mouth and, you know, they're, they're, I'm this and I'm that, and, you know, I'm a Christian or I'm a this, and, and, you know, Jesus got my back and all. He says, but their heart is so far from me. They right. worship me, but, you know, they're believing and teaching doctrines, you know, uh, of, of, of men, you know, or replacing divine doctrine, should I say, with the commandments of men in my name to satisfy their own yeah, Less. we do things out of our own desire. I mean, and that's what we have to check. We have to check and listen to our bodies. You know, live food brings life. Yeah, that's the easiest way to remember. In fact, let's let's go ahead and just close off with that that idea there, and we'll move on to the next subject. Uh, yeah, life brings life. It's that simple. If you if you want to live forever, put live food in you. <laughs> But you know, this physical body, this machine, this avatar will fall apart. It will break down. All machines break down. It will. And But that's okay because this is not our true self. Yeah. Uh, to go with that thought, though, when you are eating right, moving right, exercising right, and when you are hitting on all, what I call the expression, hitting on all cylinders. Cylinders, yeah. Yeah. You are, you are, and I know I'm speaking from experience. So you, you are vibrating at a level a you different can't comprehend. Level, yeah. So agreed. it's it's key to eat healthy. Okay. Yes. To, to to to. So we know that Jesus Himself says, if you eat these animals, you're going to die. This stuff's going to kill you. You're going to have all these diseases. You're not going to vibrate at a high spiritual vibe. The Bible comes in and says it's okay to eat and kill animals. Okay. Well, no, it's not. Okay. The point That's, is, put the live food in you. Eat healthy, keep the machine moving, exercise, work, stay outside as much as you can, get grounding as much as you can, and you can vibrate on a level and have a relationship with the 
the source on a level you can't even comprehend. Exactly, which ties beautifully in with the next topic, the understanding of the Father and I are one. Oh, my gosh, This ties in with our NDEs, and oh, my goodness. Yes, let's dive into that one. Perfect, perfect. Number six, I and the Father are one. This is such a powerful, powerful, misleading scripture. You Guys, you got to open up your mind, and that's what we're here to do. We're going to open up your minds on this, okay? Okay, so keep in mind that Jesus, or Yeshua, never talked about his Father as a masculine, or as a him, or as you know, a male. He never did. He actually referred to the creator as the all parent, which is both mother and father. It's both the masculine and the feminine. Yes. So he always, he never called it my father. He always called the source the all parent. And he, he talks about the all parent being, you know, both his mother and the father. So what we call God, that source, the life all, is both masculine and feminine energy. All that energy is in, uh-huh. in what we call God. So let's look at a couple of scriptures here. Now, we know that, that one in John that everybody is familiar with. And a lot of people uh, use this to support their belief in what? That Jesus is God. Okay? Right. The God to be worshipped. Now, let me make myself clear. <laughs> we all are God, but we're, we're none of us are to be worshipped. Okay? So you got to understand that Jesus was created to be worshipped to be able to control the masses, okay? However, we're taking it from the original gospel of the Nazarenes, from the original Yeshua, the original oldest writings before the Bible was tampered with and all these things were right. addressed and changed to make him into a God. That's that's what this is about. Keep in mind, you can see the deception, how they try to make him a God-man instead of a uh, a, a part of God like we all are. Right. And it ties beautifully in with so many of these stories coming back about the person who had passed in their experience on the side, other side is one with source, is one with the creator, understanding that we are God on this side of the veil as well as on the other side. Yes. And that is where it says... The Father and I are one. He oneness. knew he he, what he was. Yes, exactly. And that's the difference between Jesus and, uh, I wouldn't say you or me, because we, we get it now. I understand it now. But uh, even even Christians, but a lot of people out there, they don't understand that simple concept, you know, that you and the Father are one. You and God are one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the difference between you and Jesus, he knew it. It's, it's that easy. And he taught this, that you are God. Okay, we all are a reflection of that source, Okay. And it ties beautifully with the NDEs as well. So, But he referred it to as his, as his parent or his parents mm-hmm. or the all-parent. Let me quote a couple of scriptures here uh, taken from the Gospel of the Nazarene. It says, that my parent who gave them to me, some of his disciples, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my parent's hand. I and my parent are one. Okay? And that's where the church took and changed it to I and the Father are one. Because they was pushing more of a masculine, masculine agenda and started really suppressing women in the church, suppressing women's rights, women be able to share there. And women are just as beautiful and, and, and uh, knowledgeable and uh, uh, just as powerful as, as men are. You know, they are the the other part of, of the masculine, you know, so women need to be just as mm-hmm. um, in the forefront with men. We should be working all this together, really. And that's what Jesus taught. Okay, right. he didn't teach all more of the masculine. You know, he taught that you know 
the creator was mother father. Um, right. He taught that he was ma- male and female, you know, but you have to understand these kind of things and, and be able to see it from that kind of you know perspective, exactly. masculine, feminine, but we all are. He just knew it. Like I said, right now, another one, uh, John 17, 11, I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world and I am coming to you. Holy father. Okay. Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. That ties into the oneness Daphne had quoted a while ago. We have to understand that we all are one. That is the source. That's where all these NDEs come into play. And they, they talk about we are one. Jesus says, I am the source are one. Well, you may be familiar with I am and the Father are one. Yes. Okay. Even in our la- the last episode before this one we're doing right now, uh, the guy Beautiful come back review. and said that they that he realized that he is God, yeah. that he was part of Source, and when he came back to Earth, that you know he is God. Absolutely, and Jesus Himself, and that John seventeen right there says he prayed that his disciples, or all of the followers, all those who believe, mm-hmm. that they may be one. Right. As we are one. Right. And okay? you had- so it's not just Jesus and God. God is all. He even prayed that, hey, let everybody understand that they are one. Let everybody be one with you, just as mm-hmm. I am one with you. Exactly. And and if you remember the account where they had picked up stones at one time to stone him, uh, Jesus answered and said that I was equal. Did I say that I was equal to the Lord? No, but I am one with the Lord. Is it not written in Scripture? I, I said you are lords, and it ties beautifully in with um, us all being one and connected that God is in all things. Absolutely, and I love how you, how Jesus said it. You, you you said it right there. He said, did I say right. that I was that? No. He never wanted worship. He never made that kind of claim. You got to understand who this real soul, beautiful soul, this brother, this ascended beautiful person was, Okay preceding the modern Bible. Okay, uh, here's another one. In like manner, uh, you live in God and you ask of me, show us God. And he says that God is in all things and all things are in God. Mm -hmm. Any comments on that one? Yeah, I mean, that ties beautifully in in with with the previous episode, chapter episode 49 go back and listen to it it covers this beautifully from an NDEers perspective and in these NDEs there's so many that come back saying we are God we are one with them we get this now I do anyway And, and we want to enlighten the listener and help you to understand that you too are one with the creator you too are one with source you too are God yeah, and to go with that thought, uh, within this this context here, that the one uh, scripture I had quoted right before you had made your comment there, where it says, uh, show us God, and I think in the Bible it says, show us the Father, and, and it had been tampered with and changed. It says, if you see me, you've seen the Father. Well, exactly, I, yeah. I understand what he's saying and what he's getting there, but right. according to this, it said he, when they said to show us the Father, or they said show us God, because he didn't use the term Father because they didn't believe in Father. They believed in Mother Father. Uh, He said that God is in all things and all things are God. He didn't say, you know, look at me. When you see me, you've seen the father. But instead he said, no, God is in all things, not just in me. So understand that. Oh, look at me and you see God. 
Do you understand how that can be manipulated right there? That's not what he said. He said, God is in all things. He said, show us God. He said, look around. He said, God is in all things, and all things are in God. The church has taken away from the doctrine of your own power, your own beauty within. You don't have to go external for salvation. You don't need someone to die for your sins. Another one I like right here. It says, blessed are they who keep this law. Remember the law we mm-hmm. talked about earlier? For God is manifested in all creatures. Remember the law? We mm-hmm. spoke about that earlier. All creatures live in God, and God is hid in them. Yeah. You look at a cat, you see God. You look at a dog, a butterfly, a tick, I mean, a tree, <laughs> a plant, a flower, each other, the Absolutely. air, the sky, the moon, the planets, everything is God. Well, and speaking of God, uh, I like the one here. You know, uh, the all parent um, was was a, was the term that Yeshua used in place of Father, and uh, in place of God, he would use the term um, the unbegotten, um, the all parent, uh, Abba, Ama. Yes. And um, you know, we're going to cover those as well. Uh, let's 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 really. Look into this a little bit, this God concept, and 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 break it down a little bit and understand what the Elohim are. Okay, now the Elohim, if in you the look beginning. in the beginning, when you look at the Genesis account right there in Genesis chapter one, it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. That's not God. It says Elohim. In the Hebrew, it's Elohim, and the Elohim are it's plural for Eloah, and the Elohim means there's more than one. Okay, keep that in mind. Now, religion has taught that that one is Jesus. That's a lie. Okay. Uh, people out there thinks it's aliens, you know, that came and did it. That's, you know, it's, it's that's a lie. It can be applied, but it's not really the full truth, okay? The Elohim is the all-parent. It's the mo- the mother and the father, okay? It's the all, okay? So so when 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 the mother and father are talking, well, let us make man in our image, okay? This is the Elohim. It is the, the, the mother and the father talking. So keep that in mind right in the beginning, in your face, it's trying to set up that God is this one person or this one being on a throne that created all things. No, the truth is the Elohim, okay? The Elohim created man. So that's the mother, father that Jesus refers to. And uh, let me quote this real quick here. It says that um, one of them said, Master, it is written of old that the Elohim made man in their own image. Male and female, they created them. Notice how they're saying they. Mm-hmm. Um, male and female, they created them. How do you say then that God is one? And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, In God there is neither male nor female, and yet both are one. And God is the two in one. Okay? He is she, and she is he. The Elohim, our God, is perfect, infinite, and one. Okay? So that's what we call God, the Elohim. But the Elohim is both mother and father, both masculine and feminine, okay? Right. And uh, anyway, would you like to comment on that? I mean, it, it goes on a little bit farther, but uh, yeah, anything you'd like to say before we get too far? Well, I just, I love the way it's brought out. I mean, it, it does continue on. And therefore shall the name of the father and the mother be equally hallowed. 
and they have they are great powers of the Almighty, and the one is not without the other in the one Lord. Well, that's beautiful. Think about that because the the church has taken and made it uh, and, all and made masculine. The, the, the Lord's prayer, "Our Father who are in heaven, hallowed be your name." You see, no, right. Jesus said, Yeshua says, no, that the mother and father both should be equally hallowed. Exactly. You know, he never showed any kind of uh, favoritism in any kind of way. Everything he did was love. Everything exactly. he saw was love. Everything he was about as love, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, but that's what you've got to understand that God is also masculine, feminine. Okay. Which uh, is hermetic. The hermetics at, at play, you got your, your, both, true, the polarities of the, yeah, the polarities polarity yeah. and, and uh, you masculine, feminine. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you think about this, that God is both masculine and feminine, is it not true that every single animal on the planet for the most part has a, they're a male and a female counterpart. I mean, let's just think about it. Well, that's God is mother and father. It's a masculine and feminine. Uh, the trees, <laughs> masculine and feminine, male and female. Human beings, masculine and feminine. You know, we have male and female. Each one of us have the masculine and the feminine within us. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, according to this, you're, the, the man is created more in the father's image, okay, the masculine. Whereas the woman is created more in the mother's image. And Yeshua tells us this. He said, when you see a man, you're looking at more of the father. Okay. When you see a woman, you're looking at more of the mother. Right. However, all these are all what we call God. So let's take a closer look at the Abba, Amma. Miss Daphne, if you want to kind of maybe break that down and share some of that with us. Now, we know that Abba or Abba is, is, uh, is father and Amma is, is mother. mother. So this is how Jesus referred to his father. He never called right. him father in heaven or my father. He always uh, uh, called them Abba, Amma. So would you like to break yeah, that down? Um, I like the way that he brought it out. Um, now, in Scripture, uh, in the Bible, should I say, in the Bible, in the canon, um, it's, it, what was his last words? You know, uh, father... Into your hand I command my spirit, right? Okay, yeah, so the Abba, Amma, uh, we know is masculine and feminine, the mother, the father. And uh, in in the Nazarene here, it says that these things being done, Jesus spoke the words, lifting his eyes to heaven. Abba, Amma, the hour is come. Glorify your son that your son may be glorified in you. Yeah, we're very familiar with that. Remember, it's getting close to the time with him. Uh, yeah, getting close to him time. and all mm-hmm. that going on. So here it is. He's praying to the mother-father or father-mother. Okay, just keep that in mind. Yeah, I okay. think this was before his crucifixion. Uh-huh. Right, and then leading up to the crucifixion. And in the third hour when they crucified him, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted of, he would not drink. And Jesus said, Abba. Amma, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Wow. See, Again, we got so, so many accounts with him saying mother and father. Yeah. It's not just the father. You don't have just a mother or a father. It takes two. And that's what he's saying right here. It is both. He has a balance in his concept and understanding of, of what God is. Of what is. source is, yes. Yeah. 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 Both masculine and being and one with it. Yeah. Yeah. What about that last one there um, about, you know, before he had died? All right. So in the account uh, in the Gospels, uh, we know it well. You know, Father, 
into your hand I command my spirit. Okay, in the Nazarene, he said, uh, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Abba, Amma, into your hands I command my spirit. So he knew both. He didn't just look to his earthly mother that was there. He was looking to the source, that mother, the father, that he knew he was one with, that he was connected with, and he was about to be going right back to. How does that tie in with an NDE experience? Think about that. He knew he said, mother, father, source. In other words, you know, I'm coming back to you. He knew right. he was returning back to source. And that's what every one of these NDEs, that you listen to these over and over, you hear them say, oh, I knew I was dying. So right here, he knew he was dying. He was pushing his spirit back to his parents, Absolutely. his mother, and his father. Absolutely. Not just his father. His like father. the church has church changed spirit, it yeah. and taken the mother out. Right. So just little things to keep in mind there. So, And I think that's, that, that topic right there uh, would be the perfect transition onto our number five, reincarnation. Okay, now... Ooh. A lot of people don't know this, that every religion except Christianity teaches uh, reincarnation. reincarnation. Recycle, rebirth. Recycle, rebirth, and reincarnation. We, and we'll, we'll cover those extra, extra words and things like that here shortly. But we're going to look into the subject of reincarnation. Now, reincarnation, you got to understand what that actually means. It, it, it means different things to different people, but we're going to go more to what it talks about here. And keep in mind, there are a ton of... Let me repeat a ton of scriptures within the gospel of the Nazarenes that supports uh, the rebirth, the uh, the reincarnation. The Bible is referred to as resurrection, uh, the rebirth, the uh, born again. You know, that's, that's the actual words like, like Daphne had mentioned. Um, but we're going to break it down and, and really look into what Jesus really taught about what we know of this term we call reincarnation. Right front, and we're going to tie this in, too, with the NDEs. Now, a lot of people don't know that even the church, uh, the Catholic Church, early Christianity did once teach um, reincarnation, from what I understand. Yeah, and I, it I was... I'm not sure where it was changed or where they just, you know... When they, they took it They declared it heresy. Because it conflicted with punishment. The Savior and having to be saved. Yeah, because... Yeah. If you're going to be reincarnated and, and you know, and the, the life source or God or the creator is going to give you the chance to come back and fix things you need to get fixed. OK, so you can advance and grow as a soul. Then that takes all of the power away from the church that you have to go through a certain through person them. or whatever. Yeah. The money, or, the, the or the organization itself to, to even get to God itself. So think about that. No, if you already are God, God is all things and all things are God and God is in all things, what we call God, you know, and you are God, then what do you need to be saved from? Exactly. Salvation comes in when it, when it has to be a judgment. And from what I understand, the NDEs come back, so there's no judgment that you have to judge yourself. Right. That's more loving. Exactly. You know, well, um, and, it, and it eliminates the fear. It really eliminates fear of, of death, what's going to happen on the other side, judgment, torment. It eliminates fear on this side. It We're really not does. supposed to be living in fear. No, no fear no, no. is a low vibration. Right, it's just it's just not good all around. So let's go ahead and take a, uh, a look at a couple of these actual uh, scriptures here, where Jesus Himself uh, shares some things with us about resurrection, uh, reincarnation, uh, whatever you want to call it. But definitely, do you, you want to throw in a couple of those to get started? Or yeah, I mean, it just so beautifully ties in with 
so many of these NDE stories talking about, you know, you get a chance to make it up. You, you can come back and grow as a soul, you know. So, um, but taking it to the, Na- the book of the Nazarene, uh, I guess one of the first ones here, and it's a, it's a winded one, so bear with me. As Jesus sat by the west side of the temple with his disciples, there passed someone carrying one that was dead to burial. And a certain one said to him, Jesus, if a man die, shall he live again? And he answered and said, I am the resurrection and the life. If a man lives in truth, he shall not die, but live eternally. As in Adam, all are bound to the cycles of rebirth. So in the Lord, all shall be made eternal. Let's see. Blessed are those who are made perfect in image and likeness, for they rest from their labors and their works do follow them. They have overcome evil and made pillars in the temple of the Lord, and they go out no more, for they rest in the eternal. For them that persist in evil, there is no rest, but they go out and in and suffer correction for ages until they are made perfect. For But for them that have done good and attained into perfection, there is endless rest, and they go into life everlasting, and they rest in the eternal. And over them the repeated birth and death have no power. For them the will revolves no more. For they have attained unto the center where is eternal rest. And the center of all things is God. Exactly. Now, let me let me kind of paraphrase this last thing she just read and put it in layman's terms for those yeah. of you. Because that, that's a lot. To then, kinda, like I said, that was winded, and I knew yeah, it was. To take so. in. What Jesus is saying is that all of us who are sons of Adam, we're all going to die, okay? And we can be made alive in the Christ, okay, that spirit. And until we can obtain that high level of spirituality... Uh, we're going to have to come back and be stuck in what's called the karmic will. They teach this in reincarnation that the karmic will is the will of life that we're all on. And you're going to stay on this will and you're going to have to keep experiencing what we call birth and death, birth and death in this realm, okay? Until you can mature to the level of spirituality that these ascended masters like Jesus and you know, Lao Tzu and Buddha and all the, you know, the, the masters are, you keep coming back until you can fix that. That's just an, an overall kind of idea of it there, but it gets really deep, and we're going to break down more what, what the actual reincarnation really truly is as well. But what he's saying here is until you obtain this level of spirituality that you need to, you're going to have to keep coming back and giving it another shot and doing it right. You know, keep coming back. You're going to have to. Uh, from what I understand, you're going to want to. Yeah, and you do have that choice. It's not yeah, forced. It's like a, not like a karmic, like a people. You know, it is called the karmic will because they they say that you go well. You got to come back and fix the, the bad that you did. But and, it's and a choice. A sense, but it's a choice. It's correct. a choice to come back because you want to continue to grow as a soul, and that's that's what the um, Tibetan Book of the Dead teaches you how to uh, go into that eternal rest where you don't have to continue Keep and repeating that, the karmic will. That's right. Exactly. So um, that's beautiful, you know, just to know that there is a path that you can take in that next realm to where you don't have to or, or that you choose not to re- rebirth, reincarnate. 
And like it says, once you obtain the spiritual consciousness that you need to have, uh, like I brought it here, it says, over them, the repeated death and birth have no power. Like what okay. the ascended masters have. Yeah. It says, for them, the will of the eternal revolves no more, or that karmic will. You don't have to keep coming back and, and trying to make sense of everything, you know. Um, it says, they have all attained unto the center where the eternal rest is. So in the center of this karmic will of life is what we call God or right. the source, you know, according to this uh, paragraph or this uh, uh, scripture here. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it reminds me of one of our recent episodes where the lady was before the source and or, or some beings, and she asked them, well, when I come back next time, can I stay? And they laughed and said, well, we don't think you'll want to. You love your lessons. Right. So it, it's a choice to come back into reincarnation, to incarnate on this side. Absolutely. And to go with that thought, I've heard stories where people say, for example, suicide uh, attempts. You know, they go on the other side and, and go through what they go through and they come back and they understand the level of not wanting to do that because they see the pain that they, they left behind and hurt others so bad that they like, oh, oh I got to go back and fix that. You know, there's, so there's going to be something about you that you're going to want to go back and fix the bad that you did. So that ties in with soul contracts. Absolutely. And you, it's all you your choice. Your you're not forced to do anything. Exactly, yeah. And everyone is at different levels of spirituality. But the point is, Yeshua did teach, or Jesus did teach, reincarnation. Yeah. Uh, let's look at another one here. Or Daphne, you can go ahead and read it if you want to. If you've already got that open, do you, are, do you have your book at that point Yeah, right I've been jumping ahead. If you would, go ahead. Just go ahead and read that, and then we'll just comment on it. Okay, so another asked him, saying, Jesus, how should we bury our dead? And Jesus answered, Seek the counsel of the administrators in this matter, for it concerns the body only. I say to you, there is no death to those that believe in the life to come. Death, as you deem it, is the door to life, and the grave is the gate to resurrection for those who believe and obey the law. It is most grievous offense to mourn those passing from this incarnation. Mourn not, therefore, nor weep for them that have left you, but rather rejoice for their entrance into life. As all creatures come forth from the unseen into this world, so they return to the unseen, so that they will come again till they be purified. Let the bodies of them that depart be committed to the elements, and the angels charge over them, and let the priest pray that their bodies may rest in peace, and their souls awake to a joyful resurrection." There is a resurrection from the body, and then there is a resurrection in the body. There is a raising out of the life of the flesh, and then there is a falling into the life of the flesh. Let prayer be made for those who are gone before, and for those that are alive, and for those that are yet to come. For all are one family in the Lord, and in the Lord they live and move and have their being. That soul returning back to the source. You hear this in so many NDEs. Yeah, beautiful. It, it, the beautiful part for this is, and I've I just recently started saying this, that death is the doorway to life. And I, I really 
when I read this the first time, I liked that. It sounded so good. And and then when I started listening to these NDE stories, for me, it resonates. It is 100% truth. Well, absolutely. It, it's, it's very in harmony with NDEs because yeah. death is the door to life. But I like it had also said, he said that the grave is the gate to resurrection. So resurrection and reincarnation are the same thing, okay? It's just been changed, and it's from different parts of the world. They're calling it different things. But when the in the Bible, when Jesus or Yeshua talks about uh, born again, he's referring to this resurrection. He's referring to reincarnation, okay? When they talk about the rebirth, they're referring to reincarnation. When, when they talk about the resurrection, they're referring to reincarnation, which means this body dies, it goes back to the dirt into the dirt the soul that it came from okay we go back to mother earth the spirit goes back to the source what we call god that's even scriptural <laughs> yeah it tells you the you know the, the body goes back to the the earth and you know the spirit goes back mm-hmm. to, to the source to god so you know it's all the same these terms that they're using resurrection uh, reincarnation born again they're all referring to the same thing now i like how he brought out also he says just as all creatures okay mm-hmm. and, all creatures are all creatures. They come forth from the source, from God, the unseen, into this world so that they return to the unseen or back to God or source. And so they, and so will they come again until they are purified. Okay. Mm-hmm. He said, let the bodies be committed to the elements. Okay. Let the, the body's going to go back. It's going to break back down to the elements that it is. Okay. That's Mother Earth doing her thing. The spirit goes back. Go through your life review and get set up to come back. And you know, if you want to come back, again, or if you want to come back, stay yeah. there. <laughs> if you want to come back. And but grow. they say everybody usually wants to until you right. reach that level of where you need to be. Exactly. You know? So, what about when he says there is a resurrection from the body? All right. And there is a resurrection in the body. You know, that that's saying, right? In other words, when you die, you resurrected into that spirit world. Right. But the resurrection into the body is the spirit world coming into human form. Right. You know, the birth of being a human. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, let's see. There is a raising out of the life of the flesh, and there is a falling into the life of the flesh. Same thing. It's the that's same right. thing he just said. The rebirth, the recycle. Yep, reincarnation. The reincarnation. Born again. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and I like the way this one kind of brings out the the light. It says, One Lord of Lords, light of light begotten, who sent forth the first begotten, that every soul may be perfected by the ascent of the soul into the spirit and the descent of the spirit into the soul which comes from the highest heavens. There you go. We, when we leave here, we're going straight back to source. And, and read we're that going first right back part to that, ourselves. if you would. Just, I want to make a comment on, right there on the The one part. Lord of Lords and the light of light. Keep going. Please. Begotten, who sent forth the okay. first right begotten. There. First begotten. Also, let me let you guys know, very important side note here. In the Gospel of the Nazarene, okay, Nazarenes, Jesus is Yeshua's always referred to as the first begotten. He is never ever called the only begotten Son of God. He's called the first because there were many, 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 many. Okay, There's keep many, that in mind. Yeah. That was another thing that was tampered with. 
that that when it uses uh, Jesus, where it talks about him being you know the first of many, mm-hmm. he said he was the first begotten. Well, they took it and they changed it to the only begotten to make it like well he is the only one, the Son of God. When he it is, is correct, we are all sons. That's what that's what he taught of God. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I think we got one more. Daphne, you want to go ahead and cover that one? Yeah, and. Um, it says, uh, blessed are they who endure many experiences, for they shall be made perfect through them, and they shall be as the angels of the Most High, and shall die no more, neither shall they be born any more, for death and birth have no more dominion over them. It also ties in in Scripture when, when uh, the account where the, uh, I want to say the Pharisees, it could be exactly, I want to say Pharisees, they were trying to trick Yeshua on. Uh, the the resurrection. It was on the resurrection or in reincarnation. I talk about this woman. You know, she yeah. she was married to the one man. Yeah, he the died mini marriages, the, the brotherly marriage, right? Correct. So yeah. he, if he married other than who the, who who gets, who gets her, her in, the in the resurrection or in when they're reincarnated, he says none of them do. They're right. going to be just like the angels. You're going to be these spirit exactly. beings. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very good. So to wrap that section up, just keep in mind that reincarnation is another word for rebirth, resurrection, and born again. Yep, which has been taken out of the modern canon, the Bible. You're not going to find it. You might have a little glimpse of what you might could think would be a a reincarnation account, but there's very, very few of them. So just keep in mind that reincarnation um, was taught by Jesus in the earlier uh, followers of the way, which takes which me to the next the part. Four. Yeah, number four. Let's go ahead and jump into that. Ooh, here's a good one. The way, truth, and the life. Y'all better put your boots on. Okay, y'all. We're and we're saving the best for last. So this is getting good. Okay? It's gonna get deeper and deeper. <laughs> so you, you might want to prepare yourself. So let's. And this is truth from the Gospel of Nazarenes. It's not what the the canon, the Bible has to say about the way the truth in life is. Right, and we have to understand this and put it into context. So keep in mind with the Bible and the the church trying to create the God-man, okay, they made Jesus says that, and really think about this. Oh, my God, it's horrible. It's the ultimate blasphemy with it. It says that I am the way and the truth and the life that no one, no man can get to God. Think about this. Okay, we already are God. Okay, you've got to understand this. You've mm-hmm. got to understand this. Please let it sing into your hearts. Let it sing into your minds. Let it sing into your being. Understand this. Like we mentioned earlier, law. Everything is nature. Everything is God. You are nature. You're a part of God. You are that. But the Bible, because remember, it has to go back to you know, them having the to get control over the, the kingdom because the chaos in the kingdom with uh, Constantine and the bunch. Do your research. Okay, anyway. It said that, yeah. you know, what Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and life. No one gets to the Father unless you go through me, okay? So what 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 does this do for every other single human being that has been created in the image of God, uh, that is God here experiencing life, that is all a so- part of the source of God? Where does that put everybody else if nobody can get to God unless you go through this one person? You see? It doesn't tie in with these NDE accounts. Right. Now, it if you want to not... look at Christ as the real Christ, as who he is, as far as the actual, the spirit, the consciousness, yeah, you, you have to have a level of consciousness to go through that consciousness to get to that level of spirituality, what we call God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
But the way the church is set it up and the way people teach and people believe in God, just please work on this, guys. They believe that, that you know, that these are, you know, worshipers of the blood cult, you know, Christianity. They, you know, they, they are taught and programmed that Jesus is the only way. And I'm not knocking him by no, by no means, you know, but we have to understand, though, Jesus didn't teach that. Jesus taught that all of us mm-hmm. should live in the way. Okay. Correct. And we're going to look into what the actual way is. And now we got to understand the way goes way back before Christianity. Okay. Right. Let's look at a couple of the, uh, the scriptures here in the Gospel of the Nazarenes. I like this one. Walk in the way and you shall find uh, the Lord. Seek the truth and the truth shall make you free. Live in the life and you shall see no death. All things are alive in the spirit of the creator who fills all things. Yes. Well, let's break that down. Okay. So Jesus said here, what did he say? He said to walk in the way. We have to understand what the way is, okay? Let's look a little bit here. Um, uh, I've got some information on the actual way. Okay, keep this in mind. When when he says that I am, and and it it talks about this in the the Gospel of the Nazarenes, when they ask him, let me back up a little bit here. It says, uh, talk about Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Where I go, you know, and the way you know, for it is within you. Repeat that. (laughs) The way is within you. Keep that in mind, guys. Thomas said to him, Jesus, we know not where you go, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the most high, but by these. If you had known me, you should have known my parent also. Break those down. And he said, by these. Yep. Okay. He didn't say by this, by me going through me. He said, by these things is how you're going to have and find everlasting life. What are these four things? Number one, I am. Okay. You must understand the I am, okay? You have to understand that you are the I am, okay? The I am is the all. The I am can be whatever it wants to be. The I am can be you. It can be me. It can be the sun, the moon. It can be this person, that person. It can be this tree, that tree. The I am can be whatever the I am wants to be because the I am is the I am. It is the all, okay? You have to understand that you are a source. You are part of the I am, okay? So when Jesus said, you want to learn how to get to eternal life? Well, I am, okay? Understand that you are the source, all right? Uh, He said, I am, okay, he said, the way, all right? Now, the way has been here since the beginning of time. It goes back to to Enoch and Noah. They all walked in the way. Uh, Way Buddhism, Tibetan, (laughs) and all these these guys, they they teach a a way to walk, okay? Jesus taught the way. He didn't say he was the way, but he actually taught others how to walk in the way. Part three of this podcast is continued on episode 52.